At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to TVI Podcast. Julian Dane. Carl Donnelly. Um, Episode 117. It's a big old number, isn't it? It's a lot of... There's a lot of fucking chat we've done over the last couple of years. Nice. You'd argue it's, you know, how many, it's out of all the hours we've chatted, how much of it do you think meant anything? hundred <laughs> percent. Do you reckon? I wonder, do you ever think how much of it, do you reckon any of it ever meant anything? Oh, I think, you know, people like listening to have a laugh, but do you think anything ever really resonated with somebody? Yeah, Sometimes I think I, so. I'd like to think so. I think now and again we're so, capable actually. of something quite sincere, in in amongst all the fucking wanking and paedophile <laughs> jokes we do. I think now and again we They're say very something. Important. That, I I mean I'm a you know I'm a bit of a Buddhist and I believe that laughing at life and the world is the, the best you way. You bring of going. light to darkness. I mean, there's no better thing in the world. Sound like a fucking Jedi or something. <laughs> 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 it's, really, it's just what we do, guys. We just bring light to darkness. Imagine that when some, in an interview, somebody said, "Describe your podcast in like one." We bring sentence. light to darkness. But oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> to tune in, <laughs> tune in, and it's us chatting about pedos. Um, anyway, um, episode one one seven. We're joined by Leo Curse, who is a funny stand-up comedian. Does a podcast. He's a good egg, Leo, isn't he? Yeah, he, uh, he is. He gets a lot of shit online from people you know he's sort of it sounds like a self-proclaimed right-wing comedian but he's not right-wing he's not out fucking you know sort of marching down shouting nazis it's a balance in it all you know he's just um, voices he's a conservative essentially as is you know there's probably low i bet there's loads of secret conservative comedians i always think that do you know what i mean ones that just you know are out they're out they're out loud they'd be banging on about as if they're like some fucking rabid old school lefty i'm actually, worse though i've never you know i've never voted really i mean yeah. it's not i do you know what that's some people would say I that's worse sh- i don't do i don't know? i, wouldn't I worry just don't about know it, mate. i'm don't you know, know i have uh, i vote every I election feel like, but... unless i read all the manifestos like why am i 
like people say you should vote you should vote i'm like all right i'll vote for the other person to you are then they're like no 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 don't do that (laughs) people just want you to vote for what they because people that you know a lot of people i think convince themselves that it's the be all and end all people always say like you know people have died to get their vote and it's like yeah but you know if they if they could see how dumb i was about politics they wouldn't want me to use it (laughs) i know that's it they would have realized they died in vain i will plan to vote um no, but I, I don't, wasn't I don't the electoral think, no, role genuinely, at this place last time. The problem so, with now voting I am. is, you know, the, the, the argument that people always say is, you know, the problem with voting is that it lets everyone do it. And yeah, like, yeah, most yeah. people aren't informed about politics or anything. So it is a flawed system. You should people. be able to, you should have to take a test, I guess, or like some Perhaps. kind of exam. That's yeah. a good idea. I mean, it's probably I don't know. But then the politicians some moral and ethical um, issues in that. But like, it'd be harder to blag voters into voting for them, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, but ultimately it has to be an open forum, right? And I get that, but I I've never ever yeah. criticised anyone for not voting. I think it's absolutely your right to choose. Do you know? Because somebody who thinks, do you know what? I've not done the reading, so I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah. Is better than somebody who's not done the reading, just picking the one that they see a slogan for and think, oh, I'm going to vote for that fucking bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's way worse. That's a, that's a less informed thing to do. it's just all salesmen do. doing a sales job, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's, yeah, so that's what I mean. Is Leo is one of the few people who is sort of an open, sort of conservative. So he gets a, you know, he gets a lot of shit, but he's actually a very nice guy. He's a very funny man. And um, so we got him on to have a nice chat uh, and we have a right laugh, and we're talking about a bunch of stuff. And me and him do have a disagreement at, uh, about capitalism, um, but we we have a laugh about it, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's all about, guys. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all about just we're just bringing light to darkness. Um, just bring light to darkness over here at TVI headquarters from our bedrooms. <laughs> um, right. Thanks to all our patrons who've signed up over the over the thanks, last thanks for Liz. Year. We've got a get together Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, eleven a.m. the twentieth of Sunday, June, 20th, Father's Day. So bring your dad. British standard time. Bring your dad. Don't I fucking run away on bringing a dad. You leave your dad out of this shit, mate. <laughs> Could be your dad's Father's Day present. Oh yeah, get I'm it gonna, up on the I'm big. Gonna, I'm going to bring you to a Zoom party with, with a. No, that's that's not happening. Um, what else? Um, people can sign up. Pat- new patrons, if you want to join, it's um, patreon.com forward slash we are TVI. Um, you have to and put it, you have to write it in it. You can't search on Patreon. I think, yeah, yeah I'm sure they, that might have changed. But it's like, okay. when, you, when you, even when you type that, someone it couldn't find it the other explicit. day. It says when you type in, to, you know, we actually put the web address, it still tells you this is explicit material. It's because we talk about it's, some. It's like our OnlyFans. It is, um, but just with, you know, just with harsh, harsh words. Yeah. (laughs) You're saying ball bags. (laughs) Just Um, spread cheeks. We had a very popular catch-up that went up on Patreon yesterday. Um, The video went up today. Yeah, the audio went out first. And um, it was, people really liked it because we talked about some quite personal stuff that we haven't talked about on the actual. Looking after parents. Yeah, sort of, you know, it's about bereavement and other things like that. So, you know, if you want to hear that, sign, sign up, up, have a watch. It yeah. will comfort you. It will. Um, but also we do um, have a laugh about it at the same time. Because what, what do we do? What's our catchphrase? We bring light to darkness, guys. 
Uh, right, there we go. Kick back, listen to episode 117 with us chatting to Leo Curse. Bless up. Hi everyone, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean, hi. A guest comedian broadcaster <laughs> it's broadcaster right? I, don't know. <laughs> I always i always just say that man um leo curse <laughs> welcome hello to the podcast nice, nice to be here you're the first yeah, broadcaster ever had broadcaster was who? broadcaster was one of those words that had a bit more sort of you know cachet in the 80s <laughs> before the you know digital I mean? age sort of like yeah. any fucker with an instagram account's a broadcaster <laughs> now isn't it um but i was gonna say you're the first guest we've ever had who's got a literally a certificate saying you're not racist so that's yeah it's very good every, well, every other guest good. we've ever had uh it's pretty much I got you know, turned down for my 50 50 question julian's got 10 points on his license currently um, <laughs> it's, it's better to fail the theory than the practice when it comes to racism <laughs> absolutely I you know what um, I mean, you're not you're not building concentration camps. You got some dodgy opinions, but you haven't actually well, built anything. That is what we are putting our Patreon the, money um, in the bank for. So, um, no, so yeah, because I gather because basically you who we talking to recently, but because yeah, you're you're somebody who on is it, on social media, you like um, getting in. We were chatting to Elliot Still last episode, and he likes winding oh, yeah. people up on Twitter. And yeah. I think you're of the same uh, mindset. So it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, whereas it's me and funny. Julian just keep like you know we keep out of the culture wars, which is uh, I like spectating <laughs> mainly in the for wars, you fun. know just I just can't be asked. But like I still quite find it quite fun when people are you know going at it online. I love oh I man, love it's, a, it's I love ridiculous. A WhatsApp though. screenshot is what I'm saying. Oh, anyone who fucking screenshots a WhatsApp conversation, because WhatsApp is the last, our last safe space to say terrible <laughs> things. Know. Anyone who screenshots oh, a man. WhatsApp conversation is yeah. just like that, that's scum. That's worse than like being a joke thief or a paedophile. That is oh, just like I know. then. I mean, me and Julian, are a couple of thieving pedos, mate. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love a screenshot of a, a going around a WhatsApp. There's days. There's days. Oh no, no, it, call, call oh, me. A screenshot of Twitter on WhatsApp. Oh no, WhatsApp. sorry, I'm talking about on WhatsApp. Sorry, Leo means oh, not a the other way around. Of WhatsApp. No, never. No, that, I'm not Dominic Cummings, yeah, yeah. mate. This is this is like <laughs> this is like a bunch of a bunch of granddads trying to work out the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, it's really funny. I'm talking about a thumbnail and a <laughs> and a PDF, and it's. Have, you, uh, have any of you, either of you, seen Bo Burnham's Netflix special? Watched it last night. I need to watch it, actually. So I loved it, right? And I I just think it's that thing of... It's really funny watching a 30-year-old point out that he's now getting shit for being out of date by young people. When you feel... In terms of when you feel like a... You know, when you sort of... You don't realise you're old until you get told it, essentially, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you see all the footballers that you sort of like, you know, worship when you, they're all like dying and in wheelchairs and stuff now. And, it's, and also just how young the ones that are playing now are. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you look at the sort of the England team and you realise you could literally be almost all, all of their dads. <laughs> well, Julian yeah. probably is half you ba- of them. You banged all their mums, did you? <laughs> um, but it's like it's, policemen yeah. are getting young as well, aren't they? Policemen. And yeah, it's just. <laughs> Public official like politicians. When you see like Labour have got a couple when of they politicians kick through your like door, 25. it's like fucking hell. <laughs> this is a school outing or what? 
<laughs> this is a fancy dress <laughs> but um so yeah it's uh what was that? i don't know how we got on so oh yeah about how we feel yeah feeling old when you try and describe what's up yeah. and shit but yeah so you do you enjoy do you enjoy winding people up on twitter is that i suppose because elliot was saying uh, he, man, he does enjoy it oh uh, people are just such wankers on social media you know what i mean everybody's like oh guys i did this wonderful thing because i'm a wonderful person you know like i was it's always <laughs> leave, leave julian's twitter out of this man <laughs> <laughs> no, with comedians, it's like uh, they get offered. They're like, I got offered this amazing opportunity to, you know, be in this advert for whatever big brand it was. But he turned it down because, you know, they, they didn't, you know, celebrate Pride Month or something. It's like, f- f- so you're telling us you got offered all this work. Thanks for telling us that. We're comedians. We don't have any work. And we're fucking, you know, we hate people who get work. And yeah, then he tells yeah. you, turned it down. I suppose there is that. Um, <laughs> there, I, I understand the mindset. I do think it is like certain people. I think people genuinely aren't doing that in bad faith. I think they're doing it. I think because, a lot of them do. No, yeah, I, I genuinely think you know. I don't think people. I don't think normal people realise how fucked up comedians' brains are. And I genuinely think <laughs> a lot of people are like they think. Well, I'm gonna then. What it does is sets a precedent. They they're saying like not to work for these companies, but then. The problem is that the, well, I the go hypocr- for the audition. Well, the, I mean? the hypocrisy <laughs> yeah, comes from, yeah. <laughs> and this isn't having a go at anyone individually. This is having a go at everyone, I suppose, in existence. It's the hypocrisy comes from the fact that it's almost impossible in a capitalist society to work for clean money, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, and it's and it's completely impossible in any other kind of society. Try working for clean money in China or Russia or North Korea. I mean, capitalist like society at least money, gives you the right? op- opportunity <laughs> to the work market for we're something. currently trying to break into, mate. <laughs> you know I only mean? work for dirty market. money. I don't know if you know, but there's very uh, few Chinese comedy podcasts, so we're currently trying to open up that market. But yes, it's total hypocrisy. It's like Pride Month. All these like companies came out. It's all these companies who come out and they're like, oh, we're not. We're pulling our adverts from GB News. And it's like, you knew, what, what did you think it was going to be? It wasn't the fucking Disney Channel. <laughs> you knew exactly what it was going to be. And like, you just did it. So you could then be like you know you can hand back your OBE you know what yeah, I mean it's yeah, like yeah, Michael yeah. Sheen hands back his foot it's like don't take the OBE in there. you know what a fucking OBE is don't take it in the front so Michael yeah. Sheen had all the fun of having an OBE receiving an OBE going meeting the queen going there's a free bar he got to go to the castle and stuff like there's probably fucking dragons and animals we don't get to see and then he gets all the fun of getting on his fucking high horse which is one of the animals they had at the party he gets on his high horse <laughs> and he hands his OBE back I Man, know. that guy should be. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think I. I don't ready. trust anyone that accepts one of them things. But like, uh, yeah, I do think that if you got it, if once you've got it, just keep it, mate. It's not, you know, just yeah. Fucking, don't be giving it. Yeah, back. keep quiet about it. You know what I mean? I, lo- I, do, secretly, I, I will like, say, know, in terms of that corporate hypocrisy, there's definitely more of it's. It's there is more of a backlash against it this year from the people that in the past sort of let it slide a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it is becoming a bit more. Like, I remember in January. Um, it wasn't no, it wasn't January. When the fuck was it? Um, but it was. Um, oh God, what's Black History Month? Which one? Which one? I know, so I sound oh, like such a. Oh, oh, how have you? You could have your. You could have your license revoked. Can <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I borrow your certificate, Leo? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to just fouled the theory. No, but um, when Black History Month was, uh, yeah. there was. Um, I walked past Coots Bank on uh, oh, the yeah. Strand, famous uh, one of the oldest banks in for uh, posh people. In his, in Queen's existence, bank, isn't it? Yeah. And like you know, they've been that's been a bank for three hundred years or something, and it had a Black History Month. We're celebrating Black History Month. It's like I'm pretty sure 
your bank would have had a, a fair amount of slave trade money going through it back in the day, man. You were like one of the yeah, only yeah. banks in London for rich people. And how, do, how are people making their money? Like, there is that sort of, it's a constant, you know. They're the worst virtue signalers, though, aren't they? Like corporations. Oh, man, they're fucking the worst. Yeah. Like, we you know, support pride. It's like, well, like, yeah, like, because you, you know for a fact. If you you know for a fact like they're they're doing all this pride, to, oh we're right behind you know gay people, not like that, but you know we're we're sort of you know we fully support you know gay pride and all that in the UK yeah, where we can make money off it. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah, 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 places yeah. where they actually need it, like they're not. And like back in the seventies, they weren't. You know where was IKEA no. in the seventies when like gay people were genuinely getting persecuted and uh, yeah yeah exactly they were building they were building persecutions. You could yeah, self-assemble yeah. a persecution box. But persecute just, gay yeah, it's just in PR, the seventies with IKEA. It's, to, it's totally it's totally PR. They should be, they make they like be strong it. beds to support pride and stuff. It's quite good. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, it's it is. I think, but I do think more and more people are, uh, are you know, you, they, every single time any Sorry. of them try it now, you know, they get ripped to shreds on social media. So it's, I do think people are starting. Not to, enough though. Maybe because it's probably just some young naive people that like you know genuinely think yeah you know, they don't know the context or the history of those yeah. companies or how you know they don't really know they're just young in it yeah it might be younger people in these companies eh, that are doing it no so, I mean, yeah, people that aren't, you know people that see it and think it's an it's a good thing these companies are doing and not it's a cynical oh. maneuver yeah, that's the other thing. I'm sure PR. they're just trying to sell units aren't they essentially well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which they should stick to they should stick to and they should yeah. come like they shouldn't but they shouldn't pretend that they're like you know a nice warm loving person because they're not they're a corporation trying to make as much money as they can within the sort of regulate regulatory you know boundaries. I suppose they're doing it to sell to to sell units aren't they but it's people yeah. who believe them are like naive and stupid i guess yeah. a lot of the time it backfires as well like gillette had that um that uh oh, yeah, thing how to be yeah they're slagging off men they're like oh disgusting horrible men oh you straight man you're disgusting well i you think it was a um, razor yeah. and it totally backfired and they lost like eight billion dollars yeah because i don't and understand then, who they think their market was like do you know what i mean yeah. like it's all well and good <laughs> yeah, saying be a better man Feminist if your men? product is aimed at a t- the the sort of yeah. demographic of men that are probably more open to that message. Yeah. Whereas Gillette is just what fucking basically Gillette's market is men over 50 and people buying a father's day present. <laughs> the yeah. only fucking people buying that shit. Yeah. So like, it's who people they think who it was going to work? Yeah. It's people who can create hair with their face. So feminist men who like agree with that message, they, they shave like what, twice a year? <laughs> Just like a little bit. No, of fluff. I thought that's not true. I oh, think look, the, I'm reaching. Well, I've got like is, point I would say the when I hear, I'm my, doing my chest. When I hear um, <laughs> people use, you know, sort of critical stereotypes of effeminate men, often they the the the, the bearded hipster is thrown around. So I don't know if you know it's. There's too many different uh, stereotypes yeah. there. The um, I like to use all of them. My certificate says I can. <laughs> um, we were chatting before we record that you've been on. Basically, cause I'm in the. I'm in Australia. I fled the UK um, just tem- temporarily, but um, it's uh, I, so I'm out of the loop, and I love being out of the loop because I do think I don't think people realise that the UK comedy scene is so 
uh, fractured. You know, there's so many different factions always arguing. Oh, it was, it was great when lockdown when lockdown happened. The UK comedy community all pulled together to accuse each other of rape. Well, this is, and this that's, that's what I mean. So at the it's minute, so it's all, there's no topic. Anything happens. It's it used to be comedians it's took the piss so out. Hot. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's so heartwarming. <laughs> yeah, just all these lists. I was on one of the come lists. together as one. Were you on the list? Were you on the list? <laughs> each other at the rape. I was on one. I was on one, and it was it was in Comic Sans. I saw that list. I think we talked about. The, the <laughs> oh, you list. were on the list, were you? I was, oh yeah. But in, the, in the in the amber section, I was like. Fucking I should Amber. never have compiled it. Sorry. <laughs> did, did I spell your name right? Julian put that out to, to put people off his scent. <laughs> and I, at the bottom it said, not Julian Dean. <laughs> it's like, that's a bit as much use as having a certificate that says you're not racist. So the list was bullshit, wasn't it? Sorry. Well, I, I remember that was, list now. Yeah, totally I think forgot once the person, uh, I think basically there was a, it wasn't a legally compiled document. So when <laughs> the people were uh, were told that it could have crossed some legal boundaries, they quickly rescinded it. Um, but you yeah. must have been like, "What the fuck am I doing on this list?" Well, I was delighted. Quickly got rid of the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I was delighted because it was delighted. funny. Like it was all there's people. There were people. They threw a few on there that you know. That, I know somebody that was quite like. It really shook them that they were on it. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. Other people, oh my god, like uh, some of the, some of the. I mean, I won't name names, but like some of the people were genuinely. They phoned me up and they were like, you know, fuck, you know, what's, you know. Like, well, I know. I mean, we should probably shouldn't say any names. I don't. I think it was taken no, down no. quick, and any of the names went public. But uh, um, other than you, who were at the top of the list, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it was no. It's I know. I know twice. I know one person in particular who was the one who led the sort of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of get go legal on these people and he was and did livid. they go legal i think they, there was some threats of and then it all got sort of removed and the people came out and said look i was i don't it's not you know they he went legal said, on it and then went to jail because <laughs> he was guilty <laughs> got a <him> backfired <laughs> he's now doing 25 years uh, but what i was saying before we got into the list was oh, i yeah. was saying that currently whenever I do open Twitter I still see the odd sort of uh, the factions going at each other yeah. and at the minute I've seen sort of GB news seems to be the hot topic of discussion and you are uh, you've been on it so I, thought I was on it last night, yeah. And I'm on it to on go Saturday. Nazi television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what well, is it? A bit like RT news. It's kind of it's just um, a news it's a new news station from what I gather. And I just it's think pretty- it's- it's pretty much the same as like another news channel it's just well, uh, and it's, oh. it's actually kind of better they've got really good like Andrew Neil is like the best interview I watched his interview with Rishi Sunak the Chancellor and he's totally holding his feet over the fire about you know the fact that we're storing up all this debt yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not going to be serviceable if interest rates rise by like 1% the cost of servicing the debt goes up by 80 billion pounds a yeah. year so and this is stuff that nobody's talking about and this is stuff that's going to it could be calamitous yeah and we're obviously going to have to put interest rates up because uh inflation is shooting up now that well, we're out of lockdown credit like uh, you know i'm a i'm an old lefty right politically sort of you know i've, I've never fucking won an election in my lifetime but um i i've got a soft spot for andrew neil um in i do think he is even though he's an old you know one nation conservative at heart I do think as a political journalist, he tends to, 
you know, be pretty objective and sort of, he's as harsh on, you know, especially when he's interviewing people, he's harsh on everyone. Yeah. So I've always had a soft spot for him. Um, so, you know, the fact that he's there gives it some, um, you know, it gives it credit, credibility, obviously. Yeah. But, and and also, they've got, they've got, got other, they've got other great well, people. Like, as well, there's loads of people. They've so got, I think the response to got it. Andrew Doyle. I'm doing Andrew Doyle's show on Saturday. So he's, you know, he's probably the, one of the greatest comic minds and satirists of this generation. Titiana McGrath, a, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, on, and Jonathan Pye. And I like, I like Andrew. I'm oh, saying that, but like, that's a, <laughs> of the generation. There's like, sort of every generation, yeah. there's only one. What about Julian Dean? Decent. Comic <laughs> he, um, he is a very smart shit. guy, isn't he? He's very yeah. clever. Lovely man, actually. Dead smart. Um, yeah, dead nice. And and this is the PhD from Oxford or something. This is what this is what pissing me off about the yeah, comedy community. Like we get like Andrew Doyle gets slammed as a gets slammed as a Nazi. I get slammed as a Nazi. I mean, I reckon if Hitler turned up today, he'd be pretty dis- disappointed in the caliber of Nazis. <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> a tall Scottish bloke and a gay geezer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he'd be yeah, livid. Like, yeah, yeah, he'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Where's the you know? Where's the hatred? Where's the goose stepping and the uniforms? But. Like, um, but we we get started, like, what's his name? Christian Riley, who I've always sort of got on with. And, you know, I disagree with him politically, but, you know, we've always got on. And he's like, he's a good guy. He's, yeah, he's, 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 well, I mean, he, I used to think he was a nice guy. He called me a right wing demagogue because, <laughs> <laughs> because I had to look, look up what a demagogue was. What is like, a demagogue? It's uh, it's so it's like a, a beast from Hades that you have to kill with a silver ice pick. No, it's a it's I basically mean, a politician. I like Christian. I've known him for years, but it's, I do think he has exaggerated. Well, just let me just let me <laughs> slag him off for a bit, anyway. But like um, he, he like basically it means somebody who appeals to somebody's basest insi- instincts to get right. votes, like you know Trump did. You know, like a yeah, populist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although you know the argument can be made that you know. Trump was reaching out to those people who had no political voice and no representation. So, you know, he's doing what, what he should be doing. But, um, but yeah, like, so I was, tr- I was running to like get the hate crime bill canceled and the hate crime bill is genuinely terrible legislation. I mean, it's just being used to, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a mother of autistic twins who's been, uh, who's been um, arrested on, and charged under hate crime uh, legislation because she tweeted a photograph of a suffragette ribbon. Uh, oh, so it's I just be- read something about this. It sounded bonkers, mate. Yeah, yeah. Is it a photograph of a suffragette? Of a suffragette ribbon. You know the ribbons they tied on on railings because she's was- she's standing oh. up for for women's rights and stuff. And wasn't so it SM- something to do if they've claimed it was a death threat or something? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they said it could be interpreted as a noose. But this is the thing with all this right. hate crime stuff. It's all perception. It's all ridiculous. You know, there's no, yeah, no. You know, there's no body. It's not like a murder. There's not a body. It's a. It's what somebody feels. That's it's the problem with it, isn't it? Like hate speech. Who determines whether it's hate speech or not? Exactly. Yeah. So That's me, the problem me with running it. for some, you know, I'm trying to make, make sure we have some objectivity and some some rules. So you know, this can't be because at the moment it's just being yeah, used, yeah. you know, politically. Like Sturgeon used it to get rid of one of our political rivals, Joanna Cherry, accused her of transphobia. Boom, that's you know her gone. People get called out. People, Nick Dixon got accused of being a bigot. You know, boom, that's him. Like you know, not getting booked by clubs. I got accused of being a racist. Boom, that's me not getting booked by by some clubs. So it's yeah. just being maliciously. So it's mad that like you know somebody like Christian Riley would turn around to me and say, "Oh, you're you're a you know right wing demagogue because you like you know you think people shouldn't be like have their lives destroyed." Yeah, but I think, again, I do think you know it's one of them things, and this isn't me. I'm not defending or criticizing Christian, but I think it's um, in, in the in the in it's it's all Twitter chat and Facebook chat. You know what I mean? I don't think people genuinely believe ninety five percent of the shit they say on social media. So like. 
in a in the cold light of day, in a in a green room having a conversation, I think if you and Christian talked just in general, just had a little backstage chat, that none of that would be real. Would end in a fight. You know no, I, I, mean? I don't <laughs> think it would. I genuinely think, you know, I do, I do think the problem is how people It's like road rage, online. isn't it? Like much, much, you're much more it's different like in your rage. car. Yeah. It's totally like road rage. Than if you're in a, a, in a shop, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Someone steps in front of you. The fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cunt! You told you to walk! <laughs> yeah, I do. Th- I genuinely think most of, the, most of this, uh, the, the sort of arguing in comedy isn't it especially and, my, and the reason it got elevated during lockdown is because no one was seeing each other in green rooms no one was bumping into yeah. each other at gigs yeah you're that even actually, more that polices detached. it a bit when you think you know you're not going to call someone a right-wing demagogue if you're doing the fucking glee with them next week you're you know around I mean? his ass having a cup of tea or something <laughs> so you're i do think demagogue you know, can you pass the sugar and it is it, uh, i think social media just feeds on exaggeration doesn't it like nothing's going to get likes if it says Oh, you know, if I if I wrote a thing saying I've just had a chat with Leo and, you know, we probably don't agree on, like, who we'd vote for and sort of we've got probably some slightly different cultural opinions on certain things, you know, that ain't going to get any be. shares that's or likes, it is it? Be. But social media has created the, the situation where people now... I don't think again. I don't think people are realizing they're doing it, but it's they want they want the fucking likes, mate. They want to share this. People I want people on my side, you know. And they think it is, yeah. you know, they think it's a war and stuff. It'd and be it's so not. boring if everyone thought the same thing and voted for the same thing. Unless it was they all thought the same as me, and I'd love it. Unless <laughs> I fucking yeah, love same. it, mate. But yeah, I do. I, I'm always. I'm so cynical about just how bad. But the demagogue insult doesn't. Are. I don't. I don't. I, know exactly what demagogue means. It don't seem like that a harsh insult, is it? It's was the misrepresentation. Is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, saying yeah. I'm saying I'm just appealing to people's basest instincts to try and get votes. And no, I was actually appealing to quite a high instinct. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, essentially yeah. what? But essentially, comedy is essentially yeah, yeah, spending yeah. twenty minutes appealing to people's basest interests to try and get laughs. <laughs> that's what we do for a living. So I don't think that's. A, I almost think it's uh, uh, weird to use that as a criticism. It's a misrepresentation, though, isn't it? Of yeah. what you totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um. You know, don't. I think I do think it's just a mad exaggeration of the fact that you've got a different uh, opinion to him on yeah who should run and it's the country, probably it's probably not even a different opinion. I mean, I doubt that Christian Riley thinks that um, women should be thrown in jail for tweeting a picture of a suffragette ribbon. No, I think, but Christian is a um, Christian's a like very strong socialist cautioned, economically. He's he's massively into like socialist ec- economics. So I would say your biggest difference of opinion with him would probably be where you stand on economics on the whole like, yeah. I know, you know so I'd, again I'd say, it's, it's about freedom you know i think people should be free from government interference if they tweet a picture of a suffragette ribbon and i also think people should be free from government interference telling them what job they have to do how much money they get you know all that sort of stuff like i just you know the great thing about capitalism is you can do what you want you want to start a business you can start a business in Cuba, you're told you're a cleaner. And yeah, that's yeah. it. But I don't think it should be either like, No, you're a cleaner. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think everyone thinks it's that or that. Whereas, you know, in a better world that was, you know, where, where people could be trusted, you could have a nicer well, we, version of one. We should, have a, 
there's a nice version of like socialism where like some of the people are told they're cleaners. <laughs> no, <but laughs> you know, Why can't people just decide? Why can't people just be free to choose? I know, but to say that to capitalism, you know, capitalism isn't all roses and flowers. You know, yeah, it is. Uh, it's <laughs> lifted hundreds of millions of people out of poverty. It's also it's driven like, hundreds of millions you know, into poverty as well. So there's no, this, it hasn't. No, it has. Look at the. No, it has. If you look at the World Health Organization statistics from the start of the Industrial Revolution... Oh, I know, in terms of the, the general standard of living, it's all risen, but that's not to say that certain groups haven't had a more negative effect. That's It's an overall figure that, that you know, they were... Well, yeah, yeah, should yeah, be the free over, to the choose cleaner is, or nurse, do you know what I mean? And I uh, think the, that's important. The overall figure shows, like, you know, like, we've like, el- basically eliminated um, muted poverty. <laughs> I mean, like... No, no, yeah, poverty, like real, real term poverty is, is like people don't realize that when they think the world's the worst it's ever been. That's not true at all. Yeah. You know, real poverty is it's actually probably the massively best it's down. ever been, isn't yeah. it? Technically, it yeah, is, I think yeah. it is the best. The Apart best of times and the worst of times. Yeah, maybe. I think like because things are good, everybody's got to like try and ruin it by falling out on social media. But there is that, that is a real belief, isn't it? There is this argument that things sort of peaked, you know, around the sort of millennium time and. That's what, in the West we're talking here, you yeah. know, where we all sort of had it a bit too good, them sort of new Labour <laughs> years where it was all a bit fucking, oh my God, like, you know, sort of cool Britannia. And and then it was sort of people just, it was too good for a bit that we all just went fucking mental. <laughs> That's what, and part of me, does, <laughs> I, I've got, I do, I'm sympathetic to that idea. I think, you know, it's, um yeah, we're very, and people forget how lucky we are to live in a, country where we can have these tedious sort of arguments about you know abstract shit because we've got we've got it all right in it yeah what's it like in australia i like i wanted to move i was i was in australia for most of lockdown well that's the last and, um, time i saw you we but we bumped into each other in adelaide last year um i think it was adelaide last year Were you, was it adelaide or was that the year before that was last year yeah so you i just i just got to australia and uh and then the world ended and then yeah. we had a, me and my wife had a mad dash back to the UK because she was pregnant and we were worried about getting stuck here. Even though she's you from here, we were like, <laughs> but we just like. But we, then we, you then you went back. We went back to the UK and then. But then you went back to Australia. We came back to Australia, yeah, because when it turns out that coronavirus wasn't just a two month blip that we thought it was, uh, yeah, we decided we'd want to be holed up here for a while. Nice. It's nice. It's a lovely place. What would, what would oh, you Oh, yeah, I wish I'd stayed here? in Australia. Oh, it's amazing. I wish I'd stayed. I was with, so I was staying with this lassie, Stacey, in Perth, and she was so amazing. And, like, you know, it was just such a blissful time. But my dad's got, like, um, cancer and stuff. So I came back, you know, to sort of spend time with him before he died. So we're he's still, he's still, he's still fucking alive. <laughs> he's still alive. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Uh, I turned my yeah. life upside down. It's a, it's a hard one. Weirdly, me and Julian were talking about this last night on a on our Patreon catch up about sort of I've got two ill parents at the minute, so I'm, I'm flying back to the UK. We're flying back in a couple of weeks, and right. um, it is that thing of, you know, I know I know I've known people that have had sort of you know parents with sort of serious illnesses, and they suddenly like shit, they're going to die anytime soon, and then their parents are still yeah. around fifteen years later. <laughs> my gran, my gran, I swear to God looked like she was on death's door about 30 years ago when i was a kid yeah. 
and she died, only died about five years ago. She was like 100. <laughs> in a, she'd been in a hospital bed for like 15 yeah. years, just smiling. Yeah. Just like totally it's gone. Million pound it's mad because like, well, it's like in The Sopranos. You know in The Sopranos? your inheritance, mate, that's paying for that bedpan. <laughs> You know, in the, it's good you know, in the Sopranos, when uh, Polly, like, you know, he's old and he goes to the old folks' home and uh, he sees, like, one of his mum's friends or something. He's like, you know, how come when I was a kid, you were old? And now I'm old and you're still old. Like, old people. <laughs> you're still the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Old people can, like, go for, like, decades. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. My dad got ill and was dead within about a year, to be honest. But. Right. Did just, it the some way, some people do the opposite, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Walked in front yeah. of a bus. No, well, no, my, uh, <laughs> like... my my wife's um, gran was uh, she was in a home, but like she was totally compass mentis. You know, her eyesight had gone. But she, you know, I remember like we went to visit her a few years ago, and like you're having a chat, and it's like, oh, she's fit as a fiddle. And then yeah. basically, she turned. She was ninety nine. And um, she didn't want to be 100. You could tell whenever you brought it up, you'd say, are you going to be 106 months? She'd be like, I don't want to be 100. She'd flat out say it. And then basically about two months before her 100th birthday, you could tell she just went, I'm out, mate. Stopped eating, <laughs> just gave up. And basically died like yeah, two weeks before plan. her 100th birthday because she just didn't want to hit 100. <laughs> Which is something, right. that's something admirable in this. Like, and I'm yeah. going out on my fucking turn. I think mate. when they go, they do kind of give up themselves mentally, don't they? I think it's yeah. like a subconscious thing. They just like... But it like doesn't when work my dad when you're was young. Dying, I gave up I 15 my... years ago and I'm still fucking walking around. <laughs> I just want to die now. <laughs> but my, I remember my dad sitting up in hospital and he looked at me and his eyes were really wide and it was like... It was like he took me in for the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just sort of like really stared at me. It was a bit weird. And then he died <laughs> and of embarrassment. And... You're his son. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's too far. Um, fucking hurt, man. I know. But, that, was, um, that, was, that was one. That was just one grade over being too far. Um, what very, um, very what proud cancer of you. has, has your dad you got, him. Leo? Uh, so it prostate flavor, not really. It prostate cancer, but now it's gone into spine and stuff. Or oh, yeah, no. spine prostate or is the one that is most treatable, isn't it? Yeah, and it, apparently everybody's got it. By the time you're like, you know, seventy-five <laughs> Cheers. or eighty, Cheers, you've got it. Um, but like the thing is, when you're old, like if you if you're you young, I mean, there's there's a lassie at my school who got cancer, and it like it it went so fast because she was young, so the cells are like replicating all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're eighty and you get cancer, it grows really slowly because your body's not, you know, your cells aren't. Should be the other way round, shouldn't it? I know. You think the cancer's there, like, oh, fuck, man. What would I pick an old person for? This is going to take ages. <laughs> it's like, no, I just want to rip through a young person. Well, I suppose the cancer, not that it's got a conscience, but it doesn't want the person to die because it dies. Is there I something that's that? that Norm yeah, McDonald's got like a great a, joke, isn't it, about that? It's not a transmissible disease. What's Norm McDonald's joke about? He's got a bit about... Um, about how people describe it as a battle. He waged a battle against cancer. Oh, he said yeah, it's really yeah. bad to view it like that. Because that means they when they lost, I don't want to die. Like my, my uncle died a loser. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he goes, if it was a battle, that would suggest there's a winner and a loser. Like, But the cancer also dies. It's not like the cancer, it's not like they die and then the cancer yeah. takes over their life and shows up at their yeah. job yeah, on yeah, Monday morning. Yeah, yeah, walking around with <laughs> yeah. a floppy human. <laughs> What I don't understand is why all these rich people, like, you know, Jeff Bezos, uh, Bill Gates and stuff, they're spending all this money on, like, you know, what, eliminating malaria, which Bill Gates, Bill Gates is never going to get malaria. Like, wow. he's never going to get it. And like, why, why aren't they investing into, like, immortality? 
and like no, Bezos stuff is like off that. to space for fuck's sake. Like it's like yeah, you know, yeah. you've got so much. I know you've not... got that much money, you can go to space, which is insane. But, but... they don't want immortality, do they? Because the population problem, I guess. Well, do do it's it going to affect them, is it? Yeah. So do you think Jeff Bezos is going to be affected me. by the population <laughs> problem? <laughs> Don't you just do me and everyone I love. <laughs> the the thing with the pop the population we've got we've got a population crisis because nobody's having kids anymore because you can't afford you can't afford to have kids. Don't worry, you can't afford to have kids. Got that covered. By housing, kids, which is caused by yeah. capitalism, which brings us back to our it's point. not caused by it's not caused by the housing shortage is not caused by capitalism. It's caused by government regulation. We're not allowed. Uh, it's very cheap to build houses, but we're not allowed to build them because because of NIMBYism. What, no, but one of the problems in terms of housing is uh, the amount of housing being bought up by corporations uh, for rental reasons. It's a massive problem in America, yeah. and it's coming into the UK, which you can't yeah. say that isn't no, capitalism I agree. I agree. at its worst. That's, that's the worst side, rentier capitalism, which yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. provide, like some like Amazon provides uh, service, you know, value in people's lives rentier yeah, yeah. capitalism is just sucking the like value Lloyds of london is currently buying property because i basically they read that i think the you know the, the thought process i think is that the future is going to be a rent as well isn't it and right then that's a that is yeah. a dangerous concept for home ownership so you know yeah. there is a but that's a that's a separate chat on a different that means there'd be more homes though yeah, to rent, but they take, you take away people's ability. When people ability die, to, their to, homes given back and not just left. That's yeah. an interesting concept. But, I mean, yeah. but ultimately, the fact, like, especially home ownership is one of the only things that has helped people out of, one of the biggest things that has helped people out of the working classes in the, in the last 50 years. Like that sort of, yeah. people being able to buy their council houses and stuff took a whole generation of people out of, you know, not poverty, but being out of the working class. Only because the house prices then flew up and they could yeah. sell and buy somewhere better. Or they could maybe. pass them down into their family and that creates yeah, wealth. Yeah, yeah. They've basically created yeah. their middle class family and a middle class generation, haven't they? Yeah. By buying that. And created, created Tory voters. I love that when it. Did you see the you see the head <laughs> the of fucking um... Ross Clarks ended up voting <laughs> Tory. <laughs> But did you see the the head of um, Black Lives Matter in in America, Patrice Coulours? So she got she got some stick because she bought loads of properties. She bought like five luxury villas and stuff like that, uh, which is sort of against the sort of Marxist socialist ideals of Black Lives Matter. But she her defense. She was interviewed by this journalist about it, and in her defense, she said, uh, "No, but I want to want to provide for my family." It's like that's exactly that's a Tory policy right there. You've yeah. become a Tory. You've gone from like and being like Black Lives Matter to being no one wealthy isn't a Tory. You know what I mean? I know they might vote <laughs> yeah. not Tory, but they live yeah. a Tory life. That is, you can't, the moment you buy a fucking house, you're a Tory, mate. That's in yeah. my view. I grew up in a council flat. My parents still live in that council flat. I, anyone who owned property was a Tory in our, in our mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't care. You could, yeah, all these people that, you know, and it does happen. This happens sometimes with, you know, in comedy, there's like, you know, when you get rich comedians sort of banging on about, wealth inequality and it's like well that's because you've got most of it mate do you know what i mean like <laughs> sort of you can't rich people have no right to talk about fucking wealth inequality in it give your money to someone else know. then bruv yeah um, well yeah that's, that's the thing that's all, these, like, all these in, people oh, sorry, i was saying bo burnham just i want to recommend bo burnham special to people there's a song where it's him trying to work out what he can do and in the song, it's got a line about, do I give my money away? And it, then he goes, nope. <laughs> like, it's him pointing out his own hypocrisies. But sorry, what were you going to say? I can't remember. Oh, sorry. Um, have you, you so, Leo, you, <laughs> do you think there's there's a lot of things wrong with capitalism, though? Yeah, it's not it's not like perfect. Um, 
Oh, it's not a perfect system and it needs checks and balances, you know, to make sure companies don't dump waste in the river and all that kind of stuff. So it needs to be monitored and regulated in a sort of socially beneficial way. But I think in its essence, and to prevent sort of monopolism, because capitalism tends towards monopolism, yeah. uh, which is just, you know, that's 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 bad. Like three um, people owning everything. Yeah. But they're, they're just the core. <laughs> if I'm one of them, we're good. <laughs> well, the, the core... <laughs> The core sort of essence of socialism, the difference between capitalism and socialism is like, you know, capitalism is me spending my money on what I want. So I'm going to spend it well because I know what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like socialism is some disinterested, corrupt apparatchik, like hundreds of miles away from me, deciding what I want my money spent on. They don't know what I fuck, but they don't know what I want. What I want a you bike. told them what you want and then they spent it for you. <laughs> Would you, would well, you well, right why, that? Why, why do we have this extra layer of bureaucracy? <laughs> and it never works like that. You know, in East Germany, under the under the Stasi, anybody wanted to buy a car, there was a seven-year waiting list, and you got put on a list, probably written in Comic Sans, saying that you're a problematic person because you wanted to. Have be you in seen the cars? Though? The cars were cool as fuck, man. Have you ever seen some? They're still. If you go to like parts of, you know, the Eastern Bloc, there's still like some of them cars knocking around. Them like oh yeah. they like old larders and shit. They look cool. Yeah, man. yeah. People used oh, to buy them in the a, UK. My mate had a Yugo. Yeah, my mate had a Yugo, and it was like indestructible. We called well, it the it. shed. My mate. I don't know why um, it's called the shed because sheds are really destructible. But like, man, this thing was like you know you could fucking drop this from the fucking space station, and it would. Well, still, they were like, used in banger car racing. A lot of people bought larders yeah. to do demolition derbies because they were right, like you just so drive, solid. They'd literally be driving them into each other, and just like just little dent, <laughs> fucking amazing things. <laughs> That used to be a cuss in school. Your mum's got a larder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. They're not was... around anymore, are they? No, I reckon no, they well, they're hard Well, they're Skodas, but they're, they're Skodas. But Skodas are good now. They're basically Skodas are really good now, apparently. Yeah. But the... Best family cars. Man, I'm, I, miss, I miss having a shit car. Like, it was great having a shit car because anybody, you know when you get road rage, like somebody in an Audi A5 or something. don't care up. if you just ram them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on then, drive into me. Drive into me. We'll see who walks away with like oh. the highest value of damage in their car. Me and my like 150 pound polo. Yes. Or you and your fucking <laughs> brand new. I, I mean, there was a guy, there was a guy, uh, like, because I, I tried to fix the, the brake light was, uh, uh, the brake switch went. So I tried to fix it. I got the brake switch and I fitted it myself because I was skint. And uh, but it w- wouldn't work. So sometimes the brake lights would come on when I wasn't tapping the brakes. So this guy thought I was brake checking him. He thought I was slamming on the brakes when he was driving behind me. He pulls up next to me at the lights. He's all you fucking you good car shit. What the fuck? You know you brake checking me. I was like, man, this guy's going crazy. So I leaned over. I had a crowbar around had his the, head. You know the things. You the things for um, winding down the windows. The handle. Well, I went over to wind down the window to shout back at him, and that handle came off in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> You get out, the, you're carrying the door. <laughs> you just stand up through the roof. Um, well, he pulled he... over, did he? So it was going to go. Yeah, oh, no, pulled, you were he, driving. Yeah, he pulled up next to me at the lights and he was all ah. like, fuck and all this stuff. And I was like, what? What's he That's such a bold thing to do. Like, I always think when people like road rage shout something at somebody, they have no idea who's in that car, man. Yeah, you know I mean, just I know. Like, you don't know who's going to get out of it, how big they are, what they're fucking yeah. I was with Quincy coming back from a gig, and he's a big geezer. Yeah, yeah he can box and stuff as well. Big, big boxer geezer, and um, someone was bibbing me from behind, and Quincy said, it's, 
And then they pulled up next to me and Quinn said, just sit back. And he, and, I, and I moved out of the way and he just gave him this stare, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I just moved out of the way and he was there. It was quite funny. You know, the guy's yeah. just like, oh, there was a car full of them. They just like all looked forward. <laughs> oh, shit. I, um, yeah, I, um, that's why I've always been no right. I've got a no roll road rage rule. Even if in your head you're thinking you fucking cunt, just don't press yeah. the don't press the horn, mate. I knew yeah, I, used to, I know people that used people to people overuse horns, don't they, man? I, I hate the sound. I genuinely, my last car I had before I got rid of my car, um, I don't think I ever heard the horn. I just never. <laughs> I'm not impatient enough to beep it if somebody sort of yeah. just takes a bit of time getting off the lights. I don't care, mate. Take fucking yeah, because it doesn't speed seconds. them up. No, um, and like, I just I'm only use it when like, you've got to alert somebody, like somebody who's going to reverse into me because they didn't know I was yeah, like behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. They were going to come come into park, and there was a car behind me, so I couldn't reverse back, and they went. To, so I was like, beep, 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 yeah, yeah, just yeah. to That's, like stop. It them. should be used for that, but yeah, but like yeah, knowing yeah. there's proper traffic and people start. It's an aggressive sound now, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. not it's horrible. You're not alerting anyone. You're saying you fucking cunt yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you bib it. <laughs> Also, I don't know how the horn that, works. It? Record your voice. Everyone's horn should be their voice shouting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, gun. <laughs> if your horn was just your name said out loud, people wouldn't be using yeah. that much, in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think we need to wrap it up. I've just seen the time, and you've got another thing to go and do. Oh, yeah. Um, that's flown Ooh, by. Pizza. It went really quick. Um, yeah. But it's been very fun chatting to you Leo. you've got a podcast haven't you that you do with uh darius yeah and, nico um, and nico of course nico and mooch oh, michaels three of you do it. oh cool yeah there's four of us because mooch michaels is like the producer so oh he, cool yeah, he's, oh, funny, nice. he's a so nice he guy he? as well yeah, um, yeah he's really he's really nice it's great as to are the be others like, as well but i mean he's you know that's he's a good bunch comedians of guys. we know but he's yeah yeah um, no there's a great and, there's a great sort of scene comedy scene in london now with Vauxhall comedy yeah yeah uh, it's Top great Secret, isn't it? yeah and yeah. fulham like they're nice really nice clubs and they're also like they're they're open-minded you know what i mean there's yeah, one in fulham is there yeah yeah so um uh yeah there's full i don't know uh it's sort of stopped it's it's more i think it's more open mic during the week and then um but they, they pack them in and they That's get loaded. Julian will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll drive you there. I'll come um, and watch the pro night. <laughs> fuck, they have to do that in LA. I was chatting to a mate in LA about how you just got to just roll up and hang out at gigs to get gigs. It's so oh, embarrassing, mate. I would, I just wouldn't be a comedian if that was the rule, man. I'd have given you up get on like, day two. Yeah, Darius was in uh, New York and you were getting like Two minute spots. Oh, it's in, it's mad. Like you don't. Two no minutes. one's doing longer than like seven minutes so at any gig. Although it's yeah. not that dissimilar here. Club comedy in Australia Perfect. is very much like that. Like everyone's doing ten minutes, and you right. don't, obviously the money reflects that. So, like weekend clubs here don't pay well at all because. Oh really? Well, they have more comics on. Yeah. More comics doing less time, but I think it's sort of this egalitarian thing of like they want you know because it's it's not a big scene. There's not many clubs. They just try and give everyone a little bit of work. Do you know what I mean? Right. Which is yeah. Nice. But when you want more money, it's not. Uh, so <laughs> when you want to just put me on last and give me a bit extra, it doesn't work. But, but um, you tour and do like the, because uh, Dan Willis, there's some nice gigs up the coast, Sunshine Coast or whatever it's called. Yeah, I haven't. I, cause I basically did the comedy festival. I did mm. some stuff before and afterwards. I did Sydney Comedy Festival. I did some road show out in Queensland and then came back. And I've done a few gigs here, but then I'm going back next, uh, in three, back to London in two weeks. So... You know, oh, cool. I'm basically just winding things down now. 
yeah. um, which is nice. But it'd be good to get. I'm missing London, to be honest. So it'll be nice to get back. Um, mm. But other than that, what, so what's your podcast called so people can find it? Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's called uh, Three Speech Podcast. Three, the number three. Because there's four of us. <laughs> it's good. It's one of those, one of those uh, accurate names. Um, and it's on, where is it on? Just everywhere. Just type it in. Like, yeah, YouTube podcast. and stuff. It's actually hard to find. When I try and find it on YouTube, I type in three speech podcast and it doesn't come up. So, um, like, yeah. Band. It's, it's Shadow on, Band. Shadow yeah. Band already, <laughs> mate. Put a link to it somewhere, right? Like on your socials or something. Yeah, yeah. You probably I've got a link somewhere. Oh, I should. I'll plug my, I'll, I'll plug my YouTube. I've got like my YouTube's doing, we've only got like 100 followers on Free Speech, but I've got loads on YouTube from my videos that I do myself. So okay. I'll plug that instead. Yeah, do so, that. yeah, Leo, Leo Kers on YouTube. Cool. On my vid- K E A R S E. But yeah, that's right. That, people can find you on Twitter, um, having arguments yeah. with people and winding up everyone. Yeah. Or on the uh, road people having, up. Uh, what's your fights. Twitter? Leo Kers. Just Leo Kers. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Julian, any other business? Thanks to our new patrons. Um, we've got a get together this Sunday yeah, at 11 a.m., the 20th That'll of June, Father's Day. Yeah, so come and celebrate with your father by joining with him. (laughs) How how many things a week do you do for your patrons? We do. We do a couple of catch ups a week. We do a get together, like maybe um, once a month. We try like once once a month or two. Um, All of these Zoom part, like we just all have a chat, Um, and it's 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 nice nice, because it's actually there's no pressure. Tends to only be about. 30 40 people show up and only about sort of 10 15 have their cameras on and actually get involved in chat it's quite it's yeah, people, yeah. just people really enjoy it though. It's, but there's it's now, fun, people actually. are sort of starting to like become you've out got of to know people quite well like you have regulars and it's just like yeah. doing a, a little gig yeah it's nice. yeah but um but yeah we tend to just do a little catch up every week extra episode just for a just for patron, and um, that's where we sometimes <laughs> slag people off. <laughs> and uh, and uh, sometimes we chat about personal stuff. We had a lovely, big, sort of quite a big, mean, deep, deep and meaningful last night that people really liked because we chatted about some personal issues. Mm. But you know, that's all it is. It's a nice thing. People get extra stuff for very little money, and it supports the podcast. Mm. Um, but that's it. People can go on patreon.com forward slash we are TVI. People can go and check out Leo, all this stuff. That's it, innit? You should come on again, Leo, one time because I feel when like we got just got started. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting to learn about politics. On and have it and yeah. <laughs> do the head to head or chair the debate. Um, well, yeah, if you want to, like, cause I, I, ran, I ran for elections, so that, like, if you, if you wanted to. Oh, you ran in Scotland, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. For what? What position? Uh, the uh, leader mem- of the mem- country, member of the Scottish <laughs> the Parliament, Fiora. Sort of like, uh, well, that was one of my first recommendations if I got in. Uh. But um, yeah, for uh, Scottish Parliament, so it's like this sort of, um, it's like Westminster, but like a shit one. Oh, I saw you on a big billboard. Wasn't Darius on it as well? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Darius was my election agent. <laughs> And would you, I know obviously you didn't get into Parliament, no. but would you run again? Is it something you'd actually want to do, genuinely? Or was it something you were doing as a bit of a, you know, a bit of a novelty? Just to no, try I, and, I really know. wanted to, I wasn't really running to win. I was just running to raise awareness of the hate crime bill. Right. Um. So, and, and just try and get that repealed. I think it will get repealed eventually. But um, yeah, I'd love to run again if there's like any any other billionaires out there who want to bankroll me. That would be great. <laughs> I'll have a we think about it, man. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it with my own money. That'd be no, a terrible idea. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, cool. All right. Well, we'll chat to you about that next time. Next next election. Cool. <laughs> we'll get you on when, <laughs> when you're running for your, uh, for the next ones. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening, listeners. Uh, Thanks, and um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Thanks for having me. I'm the right brother.